1: I'm rolling. And Hardware and Garden Stores <laughs> <laughs> brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 839, April 27th, 2022. It was 85 degrees on this day uh, in 1977. Oh, are we
2: going to get there today? No.
1: And 21 in 1909, we only had... Uh, uh, what is that? Oh! On this day, I just noted this just for amusement. On this day in 1952... It was 93 degrees in International Falls. Really? Yeah. Isn't that something? Well, how was it not warmer down here then? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, in Minnetonka, uh, Minnetonka had uh, an ice out on this day in 1873, and that's it for your ice outs today. We're nearing the end. Hmm. We're nearing the end. we got about a week left of ice outs. That's it, if that. And then uh, the swimming season starts, and... If you own a lake home or you have a pond on your property, you need to call my friends at Aquaside. It's a white bear lake company. They've been keeping uh, they've been helping people maintain great lake shores for more than 60 years with the complete line of lake and pond control products that they make. They'll take care of everything from weeds to algae. The products are easy to use, they work quickly. They're registered with the EPA and DNR and their products are completely safe. There's no need to let weeds overtake your lake. This summer call Aquaside today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Uh, Usually these uh, products ship the same day. Uh, Easy to order online, but I'm also going to give you the phone number. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Haidt in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Before we discuss John Thompson's latest lies, uh, I have to acknowledge. Uh, Certainly more than one emailer who wants us to understand that uh, somebody, had a, somebody was playing a prank in the uh, legislature when uh, Thompson's vote came along and they played a siren. Well, I think it's just as funny. And in fact, I almost think it's better because it shows me some of these characters got a sense of
2: humor. Morrison.
3: Morrison, I.
2: Morrison, I. Mortenson.
0: Mortenson, no. Mortenson, no. Sandell. Sandell, I. Sandel I. Thompson.
2: Thompson I. Thompson I.
0: Mecklen. I, I
2: was
1: prepared to believe that it was plausible that that could have been a siren going by wherever he is, but uh, uh, Rick Anderson, for example, said. Uh, I want to buy a people. I want to buy a couple of people a beer to recognize their actions. First, the person reading the roll call for not busting out laughing, and the person who played the siren sound effect in the House chamber on their remote feed. The timing was perfect. And uh, <laughs> we also. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, uh, Jim. Right. Sorry, guys. You your take on the John Thompson recording was wrong. I prefer to think that a hot mic someone. Uh, had that is not happy with his shenanigans pulled up a siren recording on their phone just to troll that idiot just when he was about to speak. <laughs> I think that's probably right. Uh, we, uh, we did get an email. The original source is confirming
2: this. Right. And yeah. we did get an email from uh, our new buddy, Representative Tony Jurgens. He says, I can assure you, there was plenty of laughter on the House floor when the siren was heard when Representative <laughs> Thompson was voting. It was probably the funniest thing I've seen in, an, in, in the chamber in the six years that I've been there.
1: Well, I'm glad. They, somebody has a sense of humor. And and they realize that he's reached the point of ridicule. Well, yeah, because the, he's embarrassing all of them. Yeah,
3: nobody's taking him seriously. No, he's
1: reached the point of ridicule. Now he's got a series of lies in his response. We have quite a quandary here.
2: But did you also notice in that soundbite how, uh, I don't know who was doing the roll call, I forget, but after every person's last name was announced, it was instantaneous. And mm-hmm. there's a, like a six-second delay before the idiot even turns his mic on. Mm-hmm. Um What was I going to say? Yeah, we laugh at
3: it, um, but unfortunately, he still gets to vote, uh, and that's not a laughing matter. Oh, he shouldn't be. Right. He he shouldn't shouldn't be there. We have quite a quandary today. Now, yesterday we
1: read uh, Todd Axtell's Facebook post Mm -hmm. about the incidents, Uh, and then today we hear Thompson's version, and they're 100% opposite. Who do we believe? So we have a quandary. Do Mm -hmm. we believe the chief of police, (laughs) or do we believe John Thompson? I have an idea. Huh? How about... I'm going to go with the chief.
2: How about a poll question for the Garage Logic Twitter I, account? Don't, I don't
1: think it... it I think it was, it's not much of a poll. It's, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty clear.
2: Uh, this is from the
1: Pioneer Press. Mara Gottfried. Representative John Thompson responded Tuesday to the St. Paul police chief's allegations about his actions during a traffic stop saying he certainly would not attempt to misuse, intimidate, or bully police officials with my official position. That's lie number one. It's exactly what you did, distributing your bleeping calling card, as though somehow that should absolve you from civil behavior. So that's lie number one. An officer pulled over Thompson's 26-year-old daughter in St. Paul on Sunday afternoon, after after which police say Thompson arrived at the scene. I responded as any concerned father would, arriving at a chaotic scene to help deal with my frightened daughter who was having a verifiable mental health episode which was triggered by the large presence of the SPPD. Uh, We don't know that. Well, it wasn't a chaotic scene. It became chaotic with your intrusion. (laughs) Additionally, the law enforcement officers on scene treated me with the utmost respect, and I want to highlight the exemplary job the officers did de-escalating the situation. Thank you. That absolutely contradicts what happened Sunday. We yesterday off air, we listened to the police radio uh, conversation regarding this incident, and you can hear this moron screaming in the background, yelling in the background. So this is a lie. Thompson said he has faith that the way officers handled him and his daughter creates the standard of treatment going forward when dealing with mental health issues. While he seems to be throwing the daughter under the bus with this claim of mental health issues, uh, I'm not here to diminish that. I know nothing about her situation, although the coppers thought she was as high as a jet airplane.
2: There was a, uh, an enormous amount of uh, marijuana aroma mm-hmm. around the car. I-, I do have the poll question up. On the GarageLogic Twitter account. Here we go. Uh, Who are we to believe, following the news, that Representative John Thompson denies all of the claims by St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell? Option number one, Todd Axtell. Option number two, John Thompson. Option number three, Reavers, are you serious? Option number four, I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I I have to have that in there.
2: Okay, that's why I threw it in there. I'm not sure.
1: So vote early, vote often. St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axdale said Monday that state law did not allow the police department to release body-worn camera footage at this time. But he said Thompson or his daughter can request the video and publicly release it. Well, that's all you have to do, Thompson. That's all you have to do. Let's go here. Prove to me you're not lying, Thompson.
3: But don't you think him sucking up to the St. Paul Police Department was his way... Of uh, trying to calm the situation so people stop calling for the release of the video? Probably. And what else I wonder about
1: that is, uh, who writes this stuff for him? Well, maybe he's capable of it, but somebody's, somebody's running him. Doesn't it seem like that?
3: What do you mean? Yeah, well, what, I don't know that he's runnable. Additionally, the
1: law enforcement officers on the scene treated me with the utmost respect, and I want to highlight the exemplary job the officers did de-escalating the situation. The situation was only escalated because of you. The situation was only chaotic because of you. I contend that, that he might not have written that paragraph. He has somebody helping him communicate and come up with this BS, because this is just utter BS. The largest association of officers in the state urged, let me turn here, uh, urged Thompson on Tuesday to do so, meaning release the video, saying Thompson's description of the case in his statement is directly contrary to the formal statement by Axtil. Of course it is. Directly contrary. Show us the tape, Thompson. As a state representative, you have also led efforts to make recordings from peace officers' portable recording system available for viewing no later than 48 hours after use of specific types of force. Brian Peters, Minnesota Police and Peace, Officer, peace Officers Executive Director, wrote in a letter to Thompson, We urge you to release the body-worn camera footage immediately to corroborate your position. Absolutely. House Speaker Melissa Hortman, DFL Brooklyn Park, was asked about Thompson at an unrelated news conference Tuesday at the Capitol. She noted that the DFL party expelled Thompson from the party in September after he faced other allegations, and Thompson now serves as an independent. Hortman uh, said she was not aware of members of the legislature who planned to file an ethics complaint over Thompson's alleged conduct. She noted that ethics complaints are often filed after all the facts of a case have become public. Well, fine, John, again, release the video and we'll, all, we'll have all the facts. That's all you got to do. The situation began Sunday about 4.30 p.m. when an officer pulled over the driver of a van after seeing it swerve out of its lane on Interstate 35E, said Steve Linders, St. Paul police spokesman. The van was registered to Thompson and had tabs that expired two years ago and his 26-year-old daughter was driving with a suspended license. The driver stopped in the area of Westminster and Cayuga Streets. Her window was down about an inch, and she wouldn't roll it down more to talk to the officer, Linder said. The officer reported smelling marijuana coming from the vehicle. Axel wrote in a Monday Facebook post while the officer was attempting to get to the driver to cooperate, and other officers backed her up. The driver's father pulled up in another vehicle, jumped out, and immediately began interfering by yelling and questioning the traffic stop and identifying himself as State Representative John Thompson. Thompson handed out his official business cards, according to the police (laughs) department. But he would never use his position. No. See who's writing this BS for him. You're a liar, Thompson, and the only chance you have to, t- to make me apologize for that statement is show the video.
2: I have a question, and somebody else had brought this up via email. I apologize for not remembering who the name of the person was, but would Thompson also, because he was basically interfering with a potential arrest, would he himself also be in a position of possibly being arrested? I hope so. Interfering with the police? Yeah, That's I was wondering about that.
1: Destruction of justice? Thank
2: you. Yeah, okay, so he would have been. Axtell
1: continued in his post. It is an absolute shame that an elected official would attempt to intimidate and bully police officers, that he would misuse his official position, that officers doing their job should have to endure illegitimate claims of racism, and that John Thompson is still serving in the legislature. Who do you believe, Thompson or Axtell? I'm going with Axtell.
2: Do you want the early results of the poll? Yeah. Uh, so far, uh, Todd Axel has 83.3%. Mm-hmm. In second place is Reavers Are You Serious with (laughs) 11.1%. And third is I'm not sure. Thompson has not received a vote yet.
1: (laughs) Officers told the woman to exit the van for field sobriety test, but she would not, according to police. They told her she would be charged with refusing a field sobriety test if she didn't. Officers at the scene made the decision to allow the van's driver to go home with her father, deciding to charge her out of custody, police said Monday. At this point, the driver got out of the van and went with Thompson. The city attorney's office said Monday that it had received a case from police to review for potential charges against the woman, but no mention of potential charges against Thompson. It was an utter embarrassment, and uh, his colleagues uh, at least are having a little fun at his expense because that's about what he's... Capable of being worth
2: I guess. Morrison. <laughs>
0: Morrison, I.
2: Morrison, I. Mortenson.
0: Mortenson, no. Mortenson, no. Sandel. Sandel, I. Sandell, I. Thompson. <laughs> Thompson, I. Thompson, I. <laughs> That'll never
2: get old. No, it really no. won't.
1: <laughs> Timberwolves lost last night. Yeah. A wild lost last night. And the Twins should have lost last night. And the Twins night. should have lost last night. That was the strangest ending to a game I've ever seen. I'm not going to attempt to explain it. really
2: was. Well, as I told Joe earlier, Johnny, that catcher violated baseball rule 101. You never throw behind a base runner,
0: ever. Mm-hmm. You got two guys standing on third, just run over there. The Timberwolves can't win
1: this series no. not now.
2: Not now. I, not I thought, had they, they should have won last night, I thought, man, they're going to. They're going to steal this series from them. They can't hold a lead, can they? No, they're not. Uh, they're a young team, they're, Joe.
0: They're young. I was just going to say they're young. Yeah.
2: And Barkley's right. They dumb. <laughs> and they sure complain a lot to referees. Yeah, it's what I don't like about the NBA. There's a lot every of that. player,
1: every call is just constant yipping and yapping. Mm-hmm. See, I got a note from Al down in uh, Rochester. Rochester Police Chief Jim Franklin and Olmsted County Sheriff Kevin Torgerson spoke at a crime crisis Rochester event held by the Center of the American Experiment. So it it took place. Where was the venue? Uh, This is the way the Rochester Post Bulletin writes it. A rescheduled event to discuss public safety hosted by a right-wing think tank. Oh, my God. Tuesday was well-attended but uneventful. Members of the Center of the American Experiment held a crime crisis Rochester event at the Rochester International Event Center Tuesday. Rochester Police Chief Jim Franklin and Olmsted County Sheriff Kevin Torgerson spoke to a crowd of more than 180 people attending the event. That's about four times the number of people registered to attend the event. The group scheduled last month, but got booted out of the Rochester Golf and Country Club. Both law enforcement leaders said they saw the event as an opportunity to talk about the good law enforcement officials do for their communities. They said it's been a tough time for police since George Floyd was murdered by Minneapolis police in 2020. What happened is the blanket was thrown over everyone in uniform, Torgerson said. Uh, the killing sparked protests and a movement to defund police departments. Jeff Van Nest, a policy failure fa- with the center of American experiment said the movement to shift funding away from police has been rejected. He pointed to president Joe Biden's promise to fund the police in a state of the union address. Uh, So far, does this sound like some strident right-wing propaganda? No. Another event, which was scheduled for March 14, 2022 at the Rochester golf and country club was canceled after a petition was presented saying that these events and luncheons feature rhetoric that lead to people causing chaos at Rochester Public School Board meetings last year. Well, we don't know that. That meeting had 44 pre-registered guests. So what the controversy has done is it really sparked a bigger attendance. Uh, Torgerson and Franklin also were questioned for their participation in the group's event. Both said they are happy to talk about the challenges challenges and successes of local policing to any group that invites them. Torgerson said he asked people calling him to task for accepting the invitation to hold their own event. He has yet to receive such an invitation. Why would he be held to task for attending this event? It
2: makes no sense whatsoever.
1: He's your county sheriff.
2: Yep. He might know a thing or two about crime.
1: Franklin told the crowd that a rise in violent crime in Minnesota and especially the Twin Cities is due in part to the Ferguson effect. That rise is caused in part by reduced proactive policing due to the community's distrust of police officers following an incident of police brutality or misconduct. We aren't seeing the carjackings we're seeing in the Twin Cities, thankfully, Franklin said, meaning down in Rochester. Quite frankly, it's out of control in the Twin Cities. Uh, Fran Bradley, a former state rep and chairman of the Rochester uh, Center of American Experiment Organization, said the larger turnout was heartening. I'm more determined than ever to hold events like this. He said, I will not let our opinions be suppressed by a small majority of people. It costs five bucks to attend. Uh, Bradley and Van Ness both asked for donations to the political organization following Franklin and Torgerson's talks. Uh, I don't think much of the Rochester Post bulletin. This is an unbyline story. But that's pure bias. It's absolutely pure bias. Pro- propaganda. Do you
2: have the name of the... Of the person that wrote that article?
1: I just
3: said. No, no byline. I
1: said this is an. Oh, un-by-line I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry.
1: First sentence a rescheduled event to discuss public safety hosted by a right wing think tank. You know, B isn't B, you people. You're just, you're not very good at what you do. Jeez. It's not a right wing think tank, it is a conservative think tank. And uh, there ain't many around in Minnesota, and we're lucky to have them. They've been in our midst for more than 30 years doing exactly that. What do they do at a think tank? Holding public events, bringing in speakers, issuing papers, holding tax rallies, trying to recover your $9.3 billion of revenue. And I bet everybody who opposed to them speaking at the Rochester Golf and Country Club would be glad to get back some of their $9.3 billion of tax revenue that they paid to the state Uh, Great website, too, great magazine. I I urge you to take advantage of the very fact that the Center of the American Experiment is among us, and we're happy to have them. Uh, Find out much more at americanexperiment.org.
2: Hey GLers, it's Reavers here once again for my good friends at Hofferman Water. They are an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems, including water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and of course, drinking water systems. I have been a proud customer of Connecticut for a couple of years now in two different homes, and I'm here to tell you that a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot. A Connecticut system from Hofferman can cut down on salt usage. It's going to protect your appliances. And I'm not kidding when I say that bad water is going to affect every single aspect of your home. Here's the deal. Your laundry is going to become better. Your showers are so much better. And not to mention the improvement in your drinking water. My Kinetico system that I had installed, it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. Call 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit them online at (laughs) hoffermanwater.com.
3: It's just like Dylan said
2: It's the end of the world as we know it And he feels fine Joe Suchere
3: I'm seeing a barn dance When uh, I listen to this Gangnam Dresses
2: Straw flying all over Every time I play this song I get an email Dawson Hollow is the name of this group Spilled Beer
3: Moon Motorsports in Monticello, more major brands under one roof than any other regional dealer. We're talking power sports here. Fellas, girls, toys, making it the most exciting experience you can have in a showroom anywhere in Minnesota. I- I'm telling you, the first time you walk through those doors at uh, Moon Motorsports, that's an experience you, you'll never forget. It's amazing. Uh, save the date. Uh, make sure you mark this one down. It's coming up quick. It's one of the biggest power sports events of the year. Uh, Moon Motorsports, the open house and tent sale, Friday and Saturday, May 6th and 7th. That is, holy cow, that's not this weekend, but next. That's quick. Demo rides, store wide savings, everything you need to fuel our rides this summer. And that means you get to swing a leg over that bike, fire it up, and take her for a run. and Prove to yourself that this actually is the bike I've been dreaming about. Uh, And keep in mind, Moon has financing available. You can check out all the new and used models on the website, moonmotorsports.com. They're known for having the most experienced service department around. Uh, Appointments still available, call, well, still like they're going quick and you won't get them. Uh, I should say, appointments always available. There we go, Kenny. Uh, Call Nick to schedule your service today. Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, BMW, Beamers, Triumphs, Ducati, KTM, Husqvarna, Yamaha, and Ski-Doo. They're located on the south side of 94 in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com.
1: Howard writes, I doubt very highly that this letter to the editor I sent to the Star Tribune will be published, so I'm sharing it with you, if only to have an audience of one. Well, no, you're about to have an audience of about close to two million. Uh, An open letter to the Center the Center of the American Experiment and Mr. John Hinderocker. Mr. Hinderocker, thank you for the work you do to ensure there is an even playing field for all points of view. I would like to suggest that you put Erin Nystrom in charge of donations and fundraising. I can only imagine the traffic to your site has increased since she threw her tantrum. You owe her a debt of gratitude for raising awareness of your fine organization. Again, thank you for all you do. Please pass along my regards to Ms. Nystrom. It spurred me to act, Howard said. My thanks to CAE for being a sponsor of GL. Thank you.
3: I forgot about that yesterday. We should always keep that in mind. It's that old, old adage, all press is good press. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people were drawn to them due to that outrageous <laughs> editorial. Oh, uh, Monday. That, I was so outrageous, I had to highlight sections. <laughs> okay, uh,
1: baseball freaks, height and reverse. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. Monday... I don't know if he means this past Monday or the upcoming Monday. It is the 46th anniversary of the greatest play in baseball? So that would be 46, uh, 1976. 4:25. Uh, it was Monday. Monday. I
0: know. I know.
1: Do you? I remember yeah, the call. I know exactly what you're
0: talking about. All right. Yeah. Do
2: the call. This is a year me. before I was born, so I'm.
3: Do the call, John. Well, I don't have what the call? call. The radio call. The radio play-by-play call.
0: No,
1: it was the day Rick Monday saved the American flag oh, from being sure. burned. They
0: ran and grabbed the flag oh. from protesters who were going to burn it. And, oh. and so Rich, it
1: happened on a Monday. I don't know, Rich. in here, no, it happened on the 25th of April, whatever day that would have been in 1976.
3: Okay, <laughs> you're such a bastard, Chris.
1: Jeez. Would that have been a Monday?
0: Oh God! It I'm worked. Right now. It worked. I knew it would. It I worked. knew it would. <laughs> April twenty sixth, right? Twenty fifth.
3: Pull that hook out of your mouth,
1: Joe.
0: Come <laughs> on. Seventy six. What day was it?
3: Uh,
1: Rich in here in Lake writes, I remember this well. I got out of the army in seventy three. In the in uh, and, and war, quit in seventy five. People are still. People were still protesting.
2: What else so is Rick? Mo- oh. What else is Rick Monday famous for? Seriously, I have no idea. He knocked out the expos in eighty one. Remember, they referred to it in Montreal as Blue Monday. Oh.
1: What did he play for, the Cubs? Dodgers. Dodgers.
2: Well, I don't he, know who he else was, he played He was
0: a Cub. He was also a Cub at one point. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and the I, A's, also with the A's. Okay.
2: Was he, did he have a military background? Remind me what, what...
0: I don't think so. Okay. In fact, he was a, a bonus baby. He was one of the last uh, bonus babies, I think. Hmm. Now i got to look it up. Thanks a lot.
2: We well, just lost John for the next 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> no, I think we should take a a break. We just started. We just did? Yeah. Well then we can go to John Hyde's News. Well, are you okay? Oh well, yeah. Yeah. You gotta go to the bathroom or no, something? No, I'm good. I'm good. Heading well we can emergency. take a, I mean we
2: are a podcast. It's not like we have a clock. Well, we?
1: I, you know, I just really did want to get a drink of water. Okay. I'll, so, I'll fire this. We'll oh, we'll be right back. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Hey GLers, it's Revers here once again for Chill Boys and ChillBoys.com. I have been a fan of Chill Boys for a number of years now and I always love getting the emails from all the GLers that have made the switch to the most comfortable underwear that you will ever possibly own. If you go online to their website at ChillBoys.com, you can see their entire lineup. They have the uh, bamboo boxers, the bamboo boxer briefs, the performance boxers, which I'm a huge fan of. But now they also carry socks, long johns, and the hoodies, the T-shirts are also still there too. And also keep this in mind: all orders that are over forty dollars, those ship fast and free throughout the entire United States. And don't forget about a gift card too; those make great gifts for the person in your life. Go online, Chillboys.com, place your order, and uh, deal with the best best customer service team around. And please, please, please let them know that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast.
1: This next song is about Kenny Olson. If he's here, jump up and down.
2: We cannot stop
3: him. He'll just make a move. Joe sujure Big Back Yard. That's perfect uh, placement, Reavers. You're really thinking today. Just Are they still buddy. functioning? Uh, no. Uh, two of the three members have uh, gone to the great beyond.
1: Oh, that would put a damper on God,
3: they were such a fun band. That doesn't stop band. Steely Dan, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, If you want uh, the best big backyard on the block, hook up with a uh, Minnesota-grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. ProfessionalTurf.com is what we're talking about. Service techs with 20 years of service. Techs are going to throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow-release long-time fertilizers. If you want all that, ProfessionalTurf.com, get there now. And while you're on the uh, on the website, snoop around a little bit. See what they're all about. Check out the landscape projects. And don't forget, uh, they'll service your irrigation system too. Not only that, they'll put in a brand new one if that's w- where you want to go. Uh, and a word of warning, if, if you sign up with ProfessionalTurf.com, you're going to be spending a lot of time watering and mowing. So, yeah, maybe get an, an irrigation system going. Uh, but one thing's for sure you will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. ProfessionalTurf.com. Here's John Height in his newsroom.
0: Thank you, Joe. This uh, news brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Before we get to news, I, I had several things wrong with Rick Monday. Let me correct those so yeah. that I don't get emails. And uh, so that people don't post things online about me calling me a liar. Right. So, uh, Rick Monday. Well, thankfully, though, thanks to you, Chris, I I rarely look anymore at our comments. You're welcome. Uh, Rick Monday, he was not the last bonus baby. He was the opposite. He was the first overall selection in the first ever major league first year player draft. So, the first time they ever held a player draft, he was the first selection. I thought they've had the the draft
1: since the beginning of time.
0: Nope, 1965 oh. was the first one. All right. So uh, before that, you could sign anyone you wanted, apparently. Uh, and uh, also, uh, after the season, you were uh, partially correct there, uh, Chris. He did. He was a U.S. Marine Corps Reserve.
2: That's what I thought. Okay. So he
0: served six months in the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve. So.
2: Um, and as long as we're on this subject, I found it, John, the documentary, MLB Network. In 2017, it's called The Colorful Montreal Expos, and yep. it starts with a really cool shot, Joe of who's, uh, the statue outside of the old Canadiens arena. Maurice Richard. Yeah, thank you. It's It pans to that, it's really cool. I'll send it to you, Johnny, so you can watch it later. <laughs> You'll love it.
0: Okay, sounds good. That was uh, also the thing I read, you were correct. He hit a two-run homer off Steve Rogers, which destroyed Montreal's chances of making the World Series.
1: By then, were they playing in the Olympic Stadium? Yes. You know the stadium that preceded that, where yes. they played?
2: Uh, it was called, oh darn Dajari it. Jari Park. Thank Dajari Dajari you. Park, Because the okay. Blue Jays were exhibition stadium
0: i remember seeing a clip of that place and it was just a dump and there was snow behind the fence and center field yeah. and my man mock was the room. manager at Jarry. that's Park. right yeah.
2: once i become uh, the commissioner of major league baseball i am putting a franchise back in montreal all
0: right in news the minneapolis police department has engaged in a pattern of racial discrimination in violation of the state civil rights law according to a scathing report published this morning by the minnesota department of human rights In a two-year investigation, the Human Rights Department said uh, racial disparities are apparent in how Minneapolis police officers, quote, use force, stop, search, arrest, and cite people of color, particularly black individuals, compared to white individuals in similar circumstances. All of this part of a 72-page report. The report also cited officers' use of covert social media to surveil black individuals and black organizations unrelated to criminal activity and consistent use of racist, misogynistic, and disrespectful language. The report also says former and current city and MPD leaders have not collectively acted with the urgency, coordination, and intentionality necessary to address racial disparities in policing to improve, improve public safety and increase Community Trust. The department opened the investigation on June 1st, 2020, after former Minneapolis officer Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd, setting into motion a process that Human Rights Commissioner Rebecca Lucero said was would result in systemic change. The Human Rights Department will work with the Minneapolis public officials, they say, to develop a consent decree, which is a court-enforceable agreement that identifies specific changes to be made and timelines for those changes to occur an arrest has been made in the death of 10 year old lily peters according to the chippewa falls police department not much though known yet about the suspect in the case although the suspect is to have a court hearing this afternoon i'm, I'm afraid falls. we're
1: going to learn something haunting about this uh, the I, age yeah. the age maybe a relative i have no idea but i'm they're being so
2: tight lipped mm-hmm. about this that it's eerily similar to um, the early stages of the young woman that was abducted, which we thought she was, remember the, the guy that broke into the parents' home? Right. It just, it, so much of it, yes, you're right, it's very haunting.
0: Chippewa Falls Police Chief, as Joe said, Matthew Kelms said the suspect is known to the victim and a juvenile, and adding he is in custody. It's a he, John. It's a he. It's a he, according to the sheriff. That's a quote. Because she was leaving
2: her aunt's house, correct, to come back home. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Kelm said he's confident that there's no further danger to the public at this time. The body of Ileana Lily Peters was found Monday morning near a walking trail around 915. According to the Chippewa Falls Police, the girl was last seen by family members Sunday night. Her father had contacted the police at 9 p.m. after he said she had not returned from a visit to her aunt's house. Police reported a bicycle believed to belong to the girl was found in the woods a mm. short distance from her aunt's house near a walking trail between the North Grove Street Endline and Kugel Brewery's parking lots. More than half of Americans and three-fourths of kids already have had a bout with COVID-19. That by late February, according to estimates from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released Tuesday. In Minnesota, nearly 61% of people have been infected. That means an estimated COVID-19 count of 3.3 million, more than double the 1.4 million infections verified through testing. The estimates based on a re-examination of blood drawn for medical tests since early September show the impact of the pandemic as Minnesota and other areas of the country face another round of rising viral activity. CDC leaders said they expected the data to confirm high COVID-19 levels after the Omicron wave this winter, but not a 57% overall U.S. positivity rate and a 75% rate in kids through the age of 11. Dr. Christy Clark, leader of the CDC's COVID-19 serum prevalence research, cautioned that the surprising estimates are not an indication of protection levels or herd immunity. Meanwhile, the CDC said last week the number of COVID cases led to the highest number of total deaths ever in a year in the United States in 2021. The agency this month updated its provisional death tally. It showed there were 3.465 million deaths last year, about 80,000 more than 2020's Record-setting total. Uh, COVID-19, not the only place uh, causing deaths, drug overdose deaths, uh, overdose deaths, also continued to rise, as did the crude death rate for cancer and rates contributed to diabetes, chronic liver disease, and stroke.
1: When I uh, was eating my uncharacteristically early lunch today, <laughs> CNN was on. It invariably is, and it hasn't bothered me for two months or so because I, I want the Ukraine updates. But they had <laughs> Fauci, had a clip of Fauci... As Kate Bolden, I think, is the host in the morning. She had a clip of Fauci saying, essentially, the pandem- we're out of the pandemic. Yeah. We're, out of the, we're out of the pandemic phase. Mm-hmm. And it was almost as though CNN felt obligated to counter that. So they cut live to one of their medical correspondents who I hadn't seen before. And he essentially said, no, we're not. <laughs> Oh, no, this is still, you got to be careful. Oh, no, we're we're headed for doom. We're going to die. But don't they, why don't they just, see, that's, a, that's the axiom we created the other day. Whenever right. there's some good news, you have to counter it with news that dilutes the initial <laughs> or,
2: optimism. Or hysteria. Yeah. But no one's listening to him anymore. Are they? Fauci? Yeah. Well, I thought it was kind of interesting what he said. You know, Fauci was your
1: guy, CNN, for two years, you... He, he virtually canonized him, and now the poor guy no. comes on and says the damn thing's over. And Kill his mic. He'll run, and, run and find somebody that says it isn't.
0: Now they're arguing what with the him. What the
1: hell?
2: <laughs> well, good luck to anyone that wants to institute more lockdowns. Come you know this fall or whatever.
0: I I, I do think Chris uh, partially what you just said about nobody listens to him. I think that has to do with your social social media circle. Seriously, think so? Because my social media circle everybody still loves them so hmm. Interesting. I, I, you know, I think it's, just, it's all about I think your algorithm you might be right I think that's the way America is right now and how social yep. media ends up treating
3: yep, you'll tell bad. what so, you'll uh, believe what social media tells you hmm.
0: you yep. an Oakdale man who was upset over being denied a loan to buy a home sent a woman at a real estate company hundreds of bizarre emails a few of which included pictures of him shirtless and flexing his muscles 34-year-old Kyle Christopher Williams fired off about three dozen of the emails after he was served with a harassment restraining order, according to a Washington uh, Washington County District Court criminal complaint charging him this month with felony stalking. The woman wrote last month in a petition for the harassment restraining order that the emails began in October after she had shown Williams a house for sale and he was turned down for a loan. Then sent hundreds of emails to her work email and stopped by the office twice. According to the complaint, the woman filed the petition March 14th, and the next day, Williams was served the order, prohibiting from having any contact with her for two years. Then on March 23rd, he sent her 33 different emails from his phone. She called Oakdale Police at that point to report he violated the order. Williams was booked into the Washington County Jail April 14th, remained there in lieu of $60,000 bail or $10,000 with conditions. Well, he's
3: obviously emotionally disturbed, Uh, And the real estate company doesn't give you the loan. The mortgage company does. Correct, yes. So, uh, huh. Oh, that's a great point, Kenny. So we can dump this guy in jail and keep him there until the end of time, but if you shoot somebody or steal a car or beat the hell out of an old lady and take (laughs) her phone and wallet, you're out and walking within 24 hours of the crime? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, just checking
0: it's a weird playbook isn't it Ken it's confusing Russia dramatically escalated its standoff with the West over the war in Ukraine today cutting natural gas off to NATO members Poland and Bulgaria and threatening to disconnect even more nations European leaders decried the move as blackmail a day after the U.S and other Western allies vowed to speed more and better military supplies to Ukraine the Kremlin up the ante The tactic could eventually force targeted nations to ration gas and deal another blow to economies that are suffering from rising prices. It could also deprive Russia, though, of badly needed income to fund its war effort. Benchmark gas prices in Europe shot up on the news that Poland and Bulgaria were cut off. Meanwhile, the U.S. and Russia carried out a prisoner swap today, exchanging Trevor Reed, a Marine veteran, jailed in Moscow for a Russian drug trafficker who had been serving time here in America. In a statement, the Reed family thanked President Biden for, in their words, making the decision to bring Trevor home, as well as other administration officials and Bill Richardson, the former U.S. ambassador to the U.N., whom the family said traveled to Moscow in the hopes before the Ukraine war, in hopes of securing Reed's release. U.S. senior administration officials said Wednesday that Reed, who is in good spirits, is currently heading back to America. Be reunited with his family. He's now 30 years old. He's a U.S. Marine Corps veteran, former presidential security guard. Had been living in Russia in 2019 when he was arrested by Russian police, accused of assaulting a police officer. Trevor's situation grew concerning, uh, more concerning in recent months after he became ill with active tuberculosis. On the other side of the prisoner swap, the U.S. agreed to return Konstantin Yaroshenko, a Russian pilot serving a 20-year federal prison sentence in Connecticut for conspiracy to smuggle cocaine into the U.S. after he was arrested in Liberia in 2010 and extradited to the United States.
3: Meanwhile, this WNBA player, this gal still locked up over there, right? Still locked up, yeah. For having a little weed or something, or uh, vape cartridges.
0: A vape cartridge, Something
2: innocuous.
0: Yeah. Although mm-hmm.
2: she is not a very innocent human being, she's been arrested multiple times on domestic battery charges as well. I don't well, know if that played into it at my, all, but
3: no, she's locked up in Russia. She's no, I know, in I know, Russia, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm let, aware. Let is she her beat loose. up her husband.
2: Uh, she, no, no, she no. plays she for the other team. Oh,
3: um, that's our problem to deal with. True. Give yes. her back. Yeah, I agree with Kenny. Yeah. What's your uh, name, th- Brittany Griner? Brittany Griner. <laughs> Griner. Yeah. Um, th- you know how you tell uh, sh- who she is? She's very tall. Yep, she's a basketball player. Very tall. like that family we talked
0: about.
1: Yeah, yeah they're they're she tall. could be yeah. in the tall family. Why mm-hmm. are they tall?
0: The Talls. They're really tall. <laughs> the Talls. A 13-year-old boy from Minnesota will soon earn his bachelor's degree from college with a major in physics and a minor in math. Hmm. St. Louis Park native Elliot Tanner, 13 yeah, a new years fart old. <laughs> we'll continue his academic. It'd be journey. fun to
3: have him listen to us try to do
0: math, right. wouldn't it? Oh God! <laughs> we'll continue his academic journey at the University of Minnesota after he graduates with his bachelor, a bachelor of science degree in May. Elliot said, "I suppose sort of my daily schedule is waking up, getting dressed, having breakfast. I like playing Dungeons and Dragons with friends. I also love to just play general board games as well." He's a kid. Exactly. You know, he sounds very average, uh, but his mom, Michelle Tanner, said he started reading when he was about two years old. Huh. Wow. We said, uh, oh, that's interesting. You're reading. We didn't teach you to read. He cracked open... <laughs> <laughs> We've got a little... They uh, made exorcist
1: noises. A little demon on her. <laughs> <hand. laughs> he
0: cracked open his first college textbook when he was nine years old. Two years later, he graduated with an associate of science degree from Normandale Community College. Jeez. Elliot said, It's amazing. It's sort of been a crazy ride getting here, but it's been a really nice experience. Next stop after walking across the stage to get his bachelor degree, the U of M's physics PhD program. After graduate school, he wants to give back to the U of M. He said, I'm hoping to become a professor there. No, no, to... no, 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 please, no, 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 no. No, do do good. go out and
1: figure out a new way to make a rocket or something. Yeah, please do good. Please. Don't you he always,
2: said, I because we, we get this story, you know, once a year. I always sure. feel bad for these kids. Get, it seems normal. Well, already. no, but I'm saying, no, 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 I'm saying they, they miss out on the fun stuff of being in high
3: school. Uh Let's encourage these kids to... Continue on their path instead of smoking weed and pull my finger. Well, no, and but you know, hiding wine in coke cans and getting kicked out of school. We're really
2: getting a glimpse into the soul let's, man's no, background. No, let's let's <laughs> no,
0: let's not worry about that. Let's. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've been happy to, to skip high school, Chris, and go right to college. Really, Loved college hated high school.
3: Huh, yeah okay.
0: Yeah. You know, but uh, maybe he didn't a, want to play sports. I want or, this
1: kid to go make a billion dollars. All right. I don't want him teaching. Yeah.
0: Well, like he, what he says, he wants to teach to quote spread this joy and passion for physics with other people. No oh, BS. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: No, kid, you got to go make
0: yourself a fortune. You, no, well, not listen even to you, the fortune. Talking to this kid. Yeah. Not even the fortune. <laughs> Look at
1: us, man.
3: We know. Yeah. <laughs> Kids like this further uh, the the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: never mind the money. Never mind whatever John said. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm hearing. Listen, kid, we're on a podcast. You're 13 and graduating from college. What the hell do you know?
3: Right. (laughs) More than I will ever.
0: The Tanners, by the way, said rushing his childhood was never part of the plan. We just keep providing for him, and he just keeps consuming. So it's not like we're trying to get him through anything quicker. Uh, Elliot says his secret was if it can make physical sense, then I suppose I can always learn it. Where do they live, John? St. Louis Park.
1: Now, did he ever Uh, go to a conventional elementary school? Or he goes straight to college. Uh, (laughs) Well, probably not if he
2: graduated at that age. Gee whiz! Well, he
1: started college at
3: nine, it Mm. said. How fun would, would it be uh, to be the kid's uncle? Hey, look who's here, little Mister mm-hmm. Big Brain, <laughs> and, and just <laughs> little work little him Mr. over <laughs> every time you see the way I work my nephews over. No, you're with your the
1: uncle's with his friends, and he shows up and he says he puts the kid through the motions to stun these guys he's with. Watch this, he's gonna. Yeah, he, how
3: much money could you win? He's off gonna explain him. nuclear fission. Give me the
1: Pythagorean theorem <laughs> there for you. <laughs>
0: Yet more tape recordings from Republican House leader Kevin McCarthy from January of 2021, shortly after the rioting at the U.S. Capitol. In the new tape, he singles out several conservative representatives, among them Matt Gates of Florida and Mo Brooks of Alabama, as potentially endangering the security of other lawmakers at the Capitol complex. There's discussion on the call of disciplining Brooks, who addressed the January 6th rally. He was at the time wearing a bulletproof vest, and he urged the crowd to fight like hell before they marched to the Capitol. There is no indication McCarthy followed up with any disciplinary measures or even talked to the members of his party at the time. President Biden is looking at different options to forgive an unspecified but substantial amount of federal student loan debt, a move that would thrill some of his most loyal supporters and financially strapped students nationwide, but it's a departure from campaign pledges that he made on the campaign trail to provide only limited relief at best. The president shared his plans during a 90-minute White House meeting Monday with members of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. The move could affect more than 43 million borrowers who hold more than $1.6 with a T, dollars in federal student loan debt. How much total, debt. Johnny? What did you just say? $1.6 total right now in federal wow. student loan debt. That's a lot of money for the failed academy. But if
2: if this is the intention of this woke, progressive thinking between these elected officials, why aren't they going after the tuition rates?
1: Well, because there's an unholy marriage between uh, the political class and the academic class.
3: They both are on the third rail. So just to be clear, in Kenny's tiny little brain, these debts aren't being... um,
0: eliminated or they, they, Some very well well some could be yes the way the so way they're I not the stories they're
3: not going to be paid off by us the
0: taxpayers
3: they're just going to be well, eliminated
0: i suppose in the long run didn't we pay for well now maybe i don't know i don't know kenny i can't answer that but yes they'd be for some will be forgiven it looks like from what he's saying i mean there's nothing official yet but huh. uh uh, Representative Tony Cardenas, Democrat of California, attended the meeting, said the president is open to forgiving debt for college students regardless of whether they attended a public or private institution. High blood pressure could be treated with an injection every six months instead of a daily tablet as part yeah. of a new trial into the condition. Yeah. Scientists are testing that approach in what they said is the world's first in how hypertension or high blood pressure could be treated. About a third of the adults in the United Kingdom have high blood pressure, but many might not know it, according to the National Health Service there, which is running the trial. While it often does not have noticeable symptoms. If hypertension is not treated, it can increase your risk of heart attack or stroke. About 100 patients across the U.K. will be part of the 630 patients worldwide involved in the new research by Queen Mary University of London and Barts Health NHS Trust People who have high blood pressure diagnosed typically take tablets during the day to control the condition, according to researchers. Streaming is down in the United States. Oh, no. Why is that, John? Well, U.S. households stopped adding to their roster of streaming services in the first quarter of this year, another sign that the on-demand video market has reached saturation point. The number of on-demand services accessed per household leveled off at 47 according to a quarterly survey from research company Kantar, after almost two years of constant increases alongside new service launches. The last week saw Netflix stock routed after a large loss in subscribers. Uh, meanwhile, CNN abruptly got rid of its standalone service, CNN+, Plus, which was only around for a month after the completion of Warner Brothers Discovery, Inc.'s merger. The report said expect to see a greater number of churn and switching as consumers are more selective about what they watch. Could be a more challenging market, it says, for newer entrants in the market. Analysts have been cutting their share price targets in the big streaming platforms after a warning from Netflix. Uh, the, according to Daniel Solomon, an analyst at BMO Capital Markets, we think catalysts for streaming remain elusive, except for some, like Disney+, Plus, which is very stable. Southern California's gigantic water supplier took the unprecedented step Tuesday of requiring about 6 million people to cut their outdoor wandering to one day a week as drought continues to plague the state the board of the metropolitan water district of southern california declared a water shortage emergency and required the cities and water agencies it supplies to implement the cutbacks on june 1st and enforce it or they could face very hefty fines who was the
2: uh, remind me who was the actress remember that uh, had a perfectly green lawn. Barbara Streisand.
0: Thank you very much In the, when they had the water ban <laughs> right, right. a couple years ago. Metropolitan Water District spokesperson Rebecca Kimmich said we don't have enough water supplies right now to meet normal demand. The water's not there. This is unprecedented territory, she continued. We've never done anything like this before. The Metropolitan Water District uses water from the Colorado River and the State Water Project to supply 26 public water agencies that provide water to 19 million people, or about 40% of California's population. But record dry conditions have strained the system, lowering reservoir levels, and the State Water Project, which gets its water from the Sacramento-San Joaquin River Delta, has estimated it'll only be available uh, able to deliver about 5% of its usual allocation. This year, January, February, and March of this year were the driest three months in recorded state history. The Metropolitan Water District said that the 2020 and 2021 water years had the least rainfall on record for two consecutive, uh, consecutive years.
1: I can tell you where we're not short of water. Giants Ridge. Oh, yeah. Some of the most beautiful lakes and views you could ever imagine. Home to the legend in the quarry. Two of the greatest values in Minnesota golf. You won't find two courses of that caliber so close to each other. There's a 37-hole special this summer between June 4 and August 29. Play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day with lunch on them at the Wakuda Grill that features a lake view that's one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. They also have great group golf rates for groups of eight or more, including customized tournament packages, Learn more about that at GiantsRidge.com. Think of it as a vacation destination for the whole family. Great dining, great accommodations, great nature, great hiking trails. It's also a mountain biking destination now with the creation of a new lift serve mountain bike park. There's even a mountain bike camp for the kids and there's trails for all skill levels. It's just absolutely wonderful. And many of the trails offer challenging terrain, yet great views of the Superior National park. Forest. Listen to this. The range is a partnership between Cuyuna, Giants Ridge, Redhead, and Tioga Trails on Minnesota's range. Ride and Range is here to bring you the best mountain biking the upper Midwest has to offer and the finest golf. What a destination. And it's right here in Minnesota. Uh, Check out the 3D course flyovers of the legend and the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. You can also make your tee time at GiantsRidge.com.
2: You're listening to Garage Logic right now and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking to you about your business right now, telling the thousands of loyal jailers about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with the Garage Logic podcast. It's easy. Visit garagelogic.com now, enter keyword partner, P A R T N E R, fill out the form. We'll get in touch with you very quickly.
3: Once me and the dummies start talking about your company, you're going to be amazed at how many GLs just start
2: showing up. Easy to do. Do it right now. Visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner.
3: This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Brand new, brand new throttle body. Oh, wait, I think it's actually used. Anyway, it's uh, it's a throttle body. Had to put it in the new-to-me Chevrolet Silverado. This thing's got 223000 on it, a repair that could have been avoided had the previous owner been a diligent user of seafoam high mileage. Yeah, he used it on his small engines, but forgot or didn't think to dump it in the Chevy. Now, I've received emails, actually countless emails from GLers, telling me that heavy doses of seafoam have magically cleared up error messages related to throttle bodies and the injectors. So you know I'm using it now, Um, every other fill-up to be exact. And last weekend, took it on a nice long road trip and was seeing an average of 14 miles per gallon of both highway and round town driving. Pretty good uh, for a vehicle with those kind of miles and that age. So now all three of my vehicles are now living life addicted to my mileage. And they and we couldn't be happier. But keep in mind, GLers, it's good for all cylinders, small, large, gas, diesel, what have you. Truly a miracle in a world of bad gas, seafoam. GLers, I need your help. Uh, All of us do. We've
1: been debating whether to discuss this. Uh, There's a story in the City Journal, which is an arm of the Manhattan Institute, a think tank. But we also found it, John, on other sites. Yeah. But none of them. Uh, we, we can't find this on any conventional news gathering site like the Chicago Tribune or Chicago Sun. But I, that doesn't mean this isn't true. This is a piece by Christopher F. Ruffo. Uh, John, you looked up Christopher F. Rufo. The mm-hmm. headline of this is Radical Gender Lessons for Young Children. And uh, Rufo is a quite established writer.
0: Yeah, he's a senior fellow and director of the Initiative on Critical Race Theory at the Manhattan Institute, contributing editor at City Journal. Uh, He also did some documentaries, directed four films for PBS, including America Lost, Mm -hmm. which explored life in Youngstown, Ohio, Memphis, Tennessee, and Stockton, California. Graduate of Georgetown University, former Lincoln fellow at the Claremont Institute for the study of statesmanship and political philosophy. (sighs) Evanston Skokie School District 65, that
1: would just be North of Wrigley Field there, has adopted a radical gender curriculum that teaches pre-kindergarten through third-grade students to celebrate the transgender flag, break the gender binary established by white colonizers, and experiment with neopronouns such as Z, Zer, and Tree. I, meaning Christopher Rufo, I have obtained the full curriculum documents, which are part of the Chicago area district's LGBTQ+ Equity Week, which, administers, which administrators adopted last year. The curriculum begins in pre-kindergarten with a series of lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity. The lesson plans opens with an introduction to the rainbow flag and teaches students that each color in the flag has a meaning. The teacher also presents the transgender flag and the basic concepts of gender identity, explaining that we call people with more than one gender or no gender non-binary or queer. Finally, the lesson plan has the teacher leading a class project to create a rainbow flag with instructions to gather students on the rug, ask them to show you their flags, and proudly hang the class flag where they all can see it. In kindergarten, the lessons on gender and trans identity go deeper. When we show whether we feel like a boy or a girl or some of each, we are expressing our gender identity, the lesson begins. There are also children who feel like a girl and a boy, or like neither a boy or a girl, or a tree or a flower or a rock. <laughs> or. Or. We call these children transgender. Students are expected to be able to explain the importance of the rainbow flag and trans flag and are asked to consider their own gender identity. The kindergartners read two books that affirm transgender conversions, study photographs of boys in dresses, learn details about the transgender flag, and perform a rainbow dance. At the end of the lesson, the students are encouraged to adopt and share their own gender identities with the class. Now you have a chance to make a picture to show how you identify the lesson reads. Maybe you want to have blue hair. Maybe you want to be wearing a necklace. Your identity is for you to decide. And then it goes up through the grades, and, and i must stop there and tell you what I need help with. Well, first of all, why is this undertaken for uh, maybe as much as 1% of the American population? If it's even that high. Who identifies transgender. And two, what's the motivating factor here to... To uh, imbue these kids with this kind of knowledge when they're four years old or five years old yeah.
0: what, what's the rush what what's
1: what what's driving this and i I have an idea I think
2: is it dark
1: oh very much
2: that's what i'm that's where I'm going with it too because that 's what I think that this is yeah all about I'm really out there on the
1: garage logic service road of life with this one
2: but it does seem though that there is a growing percentage of people that are just this is their mission and I don't get it and what's the hurry why the rush well not only that but do you mean to
1: tell me that uh, well no not all teachers could possibly be on board with this no there has to be some rational teachers who say this is ridiculous at this age what do they do they are they forced to go along with it now at the beginning I said I need help because you know, we're in a constant struggle uh, as we attempt to to attach fact to the stories we find. but i I'm going to make the conclusion that Rufo's not lying that he did get the full curriculum documents for the Skokie Evanston School District, and this is what he found. the The tip off to me about what's behind driving this is, this sentence. Well, actually, the tip-off to me is the lead sentence, which I'll reread. And you guys tell me what you think I've picked out as the, as okay. the tip-off. evanston Skokie School District 65 has adopted a radical gender curriculum that teaches pre-kindergarten through third-grade students to celebrate the transgender flag, break the gender binary established by white colonizers, and experiment with neopronouns such as Z, Zer, and Tree. What's my hint there? For I think I know what's driving this. Uh, white established. That's right. By white That's right. In other words, to the radical Mysterians, and I, again, I can't believe all teachers are radical Mysterians. They're not. But what's driving the radical Mysterians is having adopted, having fully embraced the idea that anything in the norm should be challenged because it's driven by whiteness. Right. White. Yeah. So you see, for example, uh, what they hide behind when they make children less than is that achievement is merely a white affectation. Getting a good grade on a math test is merely a white affectation. A nuclear family is merely a white affectation. Success, achievement, discipline. These are colonists handed these down. These are patriarchal in nature. They have nothing to do with modern America, which we find we find so disagreeable that we're systematically dismantling it. And they're even now finding they apparently are finding that if a a little girl comes to kindergarten named Sally and a little guy comes to kindergarten named Billy, that they are the result of merely a historical white affectation developed by white colonizers. And so we're going to throw at you when you're not even able to understand it our anti-whiteness by informing you that maybe you feel like a girl today. Maybe you feel like a boy today. Maybe you want blue hair. Maybe you don't want to be called Billy. Maybe you want to be called Xur or Tree. Now, I still haven't said to what end. The end could be to completely destroy these students by having them... Uh, not amount to very much in life, and you'd have a whole generation of people that would be easily controlled and run by the government. My black helicopter is so far in the sky uh, right now, I can't even see. I'm not seeing that. I'm Good, seeing, help me. I, want, I don't want well, to be the black helicopter he, uh, pilot all the time. Go ahead, Kenny.
3: I'm seeing indoctrination
2: into a liberal mindset. That's, that's um, where I'm going but to. But well, result.
1: That won't result
2: in them accomplishing much. But then they're part of the system.
1: You know, you're not going to go work for a bank named, and your name is Tree, and you have blue hair, and you don't know what sex. You Unless are.
2: you're Tree Rollins, okay, he could get a job yeah. at a bank. Do
3: we have proof that a first grader named Sally actually would prefer to be Billy?
2: It, it, does they that...
1: seem to think they have the right to find that out.
3: Here's
2: the other part. Why is it there? Why is it the school's problem at that age? All right, I have one that is a first grader. Yeah, and. That age of child, and you guys have all had kids that age, is so trustworthy with, adults. at least at least mine is, with with yeah. people that are employed by the school. Yeah. So what's going to end up happening is, if it's brainwashed into them at this age, well then this is just the way that I'm going to think going forward, and anyone that disagrees with this is wrong. That's why people are targeting this age group so fiercely. My, my friends with teenagers
3: have said basically that with uh, regards to climate change, mm-hmm. w- which they have come home with this propaganda and it is so now instilled in them as a truism that it's fact th- that yes. they're unwilling to listen to any other discussion on the topic. What, it's
2: it's the old case of remember how the, 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 the smoking line, you got to get them young. In first grade, students learn about gender pronouns. The teachers explain that some
1: pronouns are gender neutral and students can adopt pronouns such as she, tree, they, he, her, him, them, z, and zur. Students practice reading a series of scripts in which they announce their gender pronouns and practice using alternate pronouns including they, tree, z, and zur. The teacher encourages students to experiment and remind them whatever... Pronouns you pick today, you can always change. Students then sit down to oh, complete geez. a pronouns workbook with more lessons on neo-pronouns and non-binary identities. This is the destruction of reality,
2: though. And here's the other troubling aspect of this, you guys. The thought that came to mind when you were reading this, Joe, is there are going to be parents, who, you know, like we had co- coffee on the show last week, there are going to be parents that are going to push back and are uh, observant of what their kids are being taught and, and are um, uh, working on, but there's a lot okay. of parents that don't pay a lot of attention. Okay,
1: I found the paragraph that corroborates my belief that this is driven by uh, the the elimination of of our white history. Okay, in third grade, Evanston Skokie students are told that white European colonizers imposed their Western and Christian ideological framework on racial minorities and forced two-spirit people to conform to the gender binary. The teacher tells students that many people feel like they aren't really a boy or a girl and they should call people by the gender they have in their heart. Students are encouraged to break the binary, reject the system of whiteness, and study photographs of black men in dresses and a man wearing lipstick and long earrings. It is a myth that gender is binary, the lesson explains. Even though we are all given a sex assigned at birth, you are not given your gender. To which I say, well, BS. Isn't that going against science? Only you can know your gender and how you feel inside. At the end of the lesson, students are instructed to write a letter to the future on how they can change society. Society right now is very unfair, reads a sample letter. I see a lot of marches on the TV, and I even went to a march last summer.
3: Isn't that confusing enough, being a kid, getting this thrown in your face? At that age, pre-kindergarten, preschool, when you're going, hey, here's a red block and here's a green block. I, I, I sound, I sound <laughs> so a foolish. Choo-choo train.
1: I, I sound so foolish when I say this sounds like the work of the devil. What possibly is motive? Well, we're answering it. The idea that I just came on glued here on my headset.
2: He unplugged his headphones. At least he did it during the show this How time. How come I can't
3: hear
1: anybody? How
2: come no one's listening to me?
3: What did you do to my headphones? Is John and Kenny still here? It's You're the unplugged. root cause of the
1: mystery. Uh, as we continue to narrow it down and define it as we get closer to the end, the root cause is an opposition to Western and Christian ideological framework brought to us by white colonizers. That's what's under attack in America, that America is a foul and disagreeable place because only white people had a say in it. Never mind that, that, that the country has done more than any other country in the world to atone for its sins and continues to. That's not good enough. We're here to wipe that out. And we're going to start with your kid at the age of four. The only thing I could tell a
2: parent is get, the hell, get your kid the hell out of there. But un- unfortunately, I don't know where to go with this. But unfortunately, a lot of parents don't have that option. That's the other part about this, Joe.
3: Or even know what's going on <sighs> in the school. Correct.
2: Yep.
1: Well, he concludes by saying the curriculum in evanston Skokie School District 45 is the perfect illustration of college-level queer theory translated into early elementary pedagogy for weeks as the nation has debated Florida's parental rights and education act which prohibits public schools from teaching gender identity and sexual orientation in grades K-3 and just imagine that's been attacked by progressives Florida is merely saying no what's the hurry you're not teaching this to kids K-3 Correct. and 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 they're under they're under attack they are what's the
2: it, what's the phobia they're they're transphobic xeno, xenophobia no
1: xenophobic is when you fear other countries they're transphobic oh, yeah. Commentators on the political left have claimed that public schools do not teach this material and have have accused conservatives of instigating a moral panic. Well, if what you're telling me, uh, Rufo, about Skokie, I'm in a moral panic. (laughs) This claim is demonstrably false, and the Evanston-Skokie lesson plans offer additional proof for parents and legislators concerned about gender ideology in American public schools. Queer theory has made its way into the public school curriculums for children as young as four. This development should be subject to robust political debate, not denial and dismissal from the political left. Holy mackerel.
3: It worries me because it plants the seed to um, be uh, to, tr- to trans yourself at, at some time in a, at a later date before... Your brain is fully developed. Yeah, it's almost uh, as they want you to. Mm-hmm. I.E. high school. And it worries me that you're going to start making permanent changes. And then when your brain finally fully develops in your, in your 20s or even later, you're going to realize, oh, I think I made a mistake and I wish I was the way I was before I made all these permanent changes. Let me dumb it way down for you, Chris. Uh huh. Kenny had a 65 Impala in perfect original condition. Kenny thought it would be really cool to chop the roof and shorten the deck and do this and do that. What and Kenny's idiot. Dad, Kenny's dad said, why don't you just put fancy wheels on that thing? Um, why don't you put a radio in it and fix it up really nice the way you like? And then maybe later in life, you'll think differently, and you'll want it in original condition. That's right. And guess what came true? You wanted it in original condition. Yeah even though I passionately believe that I want it chopped and modified and put a 327 in it and a big block and this, that, and the other. Uh, Kelsey sent me a
1: uh, picture of a woman. That's my example. (laughs) Kelsey sent me a picture of a woman sitting in a doctor's office. That's odd. And the doctor said, sir. And the woman says, ma'am. It's ma'am. So the doctor said, ma'am, you have prostate cancer. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, hmm. That's horrible, but it's really Well, funny. there
3: is this thing this thing called biology. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's, there there are some proven facts
2: backed up by chromosomes. <laughs> so I wanted to look up the list of phobias. We got a lot of phobias out there. Oh, we got them. You can get them. Do you guys know what phobophobia is? Fear of phobias. Fear of phobias. Fear of phobias. Yeah. I didn't know that there was such a thing. Phobophobia. Fear. Sure.
1: Fear of
3: Hmm. You know, maybe when you're in your 20s or later on in life, go ahead and think about doing those changes. But four years old,
0: why are you being, why is your innocence being ripped out of your heart? Uh, Not that it really matters, but I have one thing to add to this, apparently, that I just discovered. Yeah. This is, and I don't know that it really matters. It's only a week-long thing. They don't do it the whole school year. Oh, yeah. It's a week. It's so for L B G T Q week. You are correct. Yes, yes. Hmm. but still, does that really no. matter at that age? I mean,
1: no, it shouldn't
2: be done for a week at that age. No, I mean, seven-year-olds, at least boys, they they want to tell fart jokes and they want to, they just want to be kids. Yeah. want to get girl germs. Right. You know. <laughs> Remember that?
1: Ah, girl germs. Mm-hmm. Girl germs. Of course,
3: the girls were probably saying, ah, boy germs. They sure have complicated childhood. They really have. A- and it's already complicated. I mean, you're walk- at that age, you're walking around in a daze. You don't know what's going on or who to believe. You just want to ride your bike and put playing cards in the spokes so it makes and a funny pizza. noise. eat pizza. And eat pizza and fart jokes. Mm-hmm. And name your cat Dummy.
2: That's I got exactly a 5-year-old.
3: Right. I got a
1: 5 I don't but I'm I'm, right. I'm in possession of a 5-year-old, not possession. Do the authorities know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: The grandfather to a 5-year-old. And I I I'd lay down in railroad tracks to prevent her from having to suffer this. Right. This is Well, it, to suffer anything. Well, it's just Here's so an example of this kid. Maintain her innocence. Here's an example of this kid. Uh, I I try to heat I heat the garage. And so when they come over, they invariably use their own garage door opener for my house, raise the big door, out goes the heat I've been accumulating, mm-hmm. and then I quickly shut the door. So that when they leave, they left the other night, I said, we're not going out the big door. We're going to go out the service door. How'd that work out? The five-year-old comes down and says, not if I have anything to say about it, and hits the button and opens the big door. (laughs) And whoosh, (laughs) out goes the heat. Not if I have anything to say about it. That's right. You think I want that kid messed with? No. God, help me. I, I, I need help. I need help. I think we've answered the question. I think we know what's driving it. But how can possibly teachers be on board? There has to be teachers pushing back against this. There has to be.
2: There has to be teachers who have four-year-olds who don't buy this BS. But it's the same thing where if if a teacher does speak out against it, then they're instantly labeled and targeted.
1: But they have to push back.
2: I agree with you completely. There's
1: plenty of GL teachers.
3: They're out there. You can get them. You can find one. One thing we're not figuring into the mix, um, kids talk amongst themselves, and usually uh, you'd like to protect your kid from a lot of things, but they end up finding out things from other kids.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Gets around school, you say, at my house. Yeah. It gets around school. Yeah,
3: either correct info or wrong info or disturbing Mm -hmm. info. I think back
1: in third grade, I much, I would back then too, would have rather had a talking frog. (laughs)
2: Leave me alone with this BS. (laughs) I don't have anything to do with it. Around that age, isn't that when you had a a vacuum that was your buddy? I had a relationship with a vacuum. So did
1: Kerm, right? Which is not unusual, I don't think. No. He's in the closet again. Say, out at Ecofund Motorsports in Forest Lake, they're uh, anxiously awaiting the shift to their new building, and they need to move inventory out of their current location, right there in Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. So they're calling it their first ever moving sale, and so uh, it applies to all scooters, electric bikes, ATVs, and these just arrived gas golf carts. Bentelli B1 electric bikes are on sale for fifteen ninety nine. Intelli step-through electric bikes starting at $16.99. Fat tire bikes for $19.99. Over 25 different bikes of e-bikes in stock. And they uh, they have an expert on the floor. Kalen Bloom will be the expert to find the right buck for y- bike for you. 49cc gas scooters on sale for $12.99. Really, really a very cheap way to run your summer errands. They're rated for 115 miles per gallon. Youth ATVs and dirt bikes Uh, And some of those youth ATVs, of course, are equipped with a wireless kill switch. So you sit there in your lawn chair. Nice. The kid doesn't mow down a tree. Uh, And that new, newly arrived Crossfire 200 fuel-injected golf cart is great for the cabin or larger properties. Comes with headlights, taillights, blinkers, horn, and full roof. Oh, these are so cool! Look at the pictures of them on the uh, EcoFun Motorsports
2: website. You can also see them a lot on Instagram too. Yeah. They have a really neat Instagram account. Four-speed, conf- four-seat configuration with a rear flip-down seat to create a rear flatbed
1: for hauling those punks around. Five colors to choose from. They're six nine. They're sixty nine ninety nine. And for all I know, having not yet seen one, that's a hell of a bargain. Mm-hmm. For all I know, I don't know what a. You know, a Yamaha golf cart cost. These are called Crossfire, and, and, and it's fuel-injected. It's fuel-injected. So you get to count the cylinders. Oh, man. Well, you'd, you'd count the cylinders if it was, was carburetor-fed. <laughs> gotcha. Fed. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Is that his cylinder index or his golf score? Either way, it's a big number. Here's Joe Susere.
3: Uh, So I know a guy that bought a Liberty Safe last year, filled it plumb up, and now is in the market to buy yet another Liberty Safe, the best safe ever made, a product of the United States, sold in this market by our guy Rich up at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. On the web uh, at maplegrovelockandsafe.com, Rich is offering full residential and commercial lock and safe services at competitive prices, from compact units to huge standalone units, even vault doors. If you have a room that needs locking up, Rich is the man, and Maple Grove Lock and Safe is the best option for buying a safe in Minnesota. And that's why my buddy's buying yet another safe from Rich very soon. Uh, the full-size unit he bought last year is full; he needs another. Uh, if you need a safe, and you, of course, you need a safe—you've got things to hide. Log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
1: Uh I just looked at the weather forecast. Mm -hmm. Friday, this coming Friday, maybe 60, 61 degrees. A week from this Friday, maybe 57 degrees. There's still time to try to navigate the worst contest in history (laughs) and win a Traeger grill uh, offered by Fratelloni Hardware and Garden Stores. They're top drawer grills. You know, 2,200 people have successfully entered so far, so there's a
2: way to do it. Just like Keith. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. I want to thank you for a job well done on the Fratalonis Hardware and Garden Store sponsored Traeger Grill Contest. The contest entry procedures were easy with intuitive and straightforward instructions. I hope you do many more contests based on these tools. Keith, we're going to do them all the time. No, this is the last time we're ever doing
1: a contest. (laughs) And uh, what you're trying to do is guess the first Friday, going to hit 70, so we have our garage door opener, and then you'll win this. Traeger Grill for your grilling all summer long from Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Think it'll happen before June? The way it's looking, uh, it's doubtful. Which, again, I'm so shocked that Minnetonka and White Bear went out last week. I can't believe it. We haven't had no decent weather. You know what aided them going out, though? I bet these tremendous winds we've had. Oh, sure, yeah. I bet that had a role in
3: it. It's so windy. That the ice went out. I could go until July 4th without dealing with a 70-degree day. I know you can oh, because you're very disturbed.
0: You?
1: Only because they come to us all the way from Southampton in the Hold
3: U.K. On. Hold on.
0: What? John's outraged. Before, no, I, no, 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 no. This is serious. I, I, I want to get it in before we wrap up the show so I don't end the show on this note. Uh, We have the latest on the Lily Peters story. Oh, Uh, boy. Are my fears confirmed? Uh, It's not, no, but it's just as bad. Uh, A 14-year-old boy made his first appearance in court this afternoon. According to prosecutors, the boy confessed to investigators he intended to rape and kill Peters. He allegedly admitted to following the girl Sunday evening as she walked down a trail near her home where he punched her, strangled her, and sexually assaulted her. So, that's the... uh, that's the case. And that he is still not identified oh, and probably God. won't be unless he's charged as an adult. Does
1: it say how they knew each other? It does not. It does not. I wonder if that's still a
0: fact, that they knew each other. Uh, uh, we heard from the, the sheriff. The uh, he's, Yeah, he sounded pretty sure of it yesterday. God, the evil in this world. My God.
2: 14 years old.
0: Investigators said he and Peters knew each other, but they don't say that was referred to today in court
2: unfortunately i have more uh is it eric shallow from channel five is that how you pronounce his last name Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, in addition to what John just reported, uh, the district attorney says that they are asking for a one million dollar bond for eighth gra- the eighth grader charged in Lily's homicide. She was a fourth grader. The district attorney also said the suspect and Lily left a house with her earlier. Uh, the judge set the bail at one million bond, threat to com- uh, because of the possible threat to community, which is why he set that high of a bail.
0: Oof. So he was at the aunt's house? That's according according
2: to to how how Eric is uh, laying this out. It it sounds like he left the house with her, which that almost makes us even, I don't know how it's possible, Mm, meaning that he was there to watch to make uh, sure she got home. You'll need 72 hours for this. That's true. Is it because he's a minor? Is that why we're not releasing the name?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think until he's charged as an adult, they'd release it.
1: On this day in history, in 1915, on this day, a fire destroyed the St. Paul Public Library at Seventh and Wabasha Streets. The library resided in the old House of Hope Presbyterian Church building at Fifth and Exchange, and later moved to its present building across from Rice Park. And on this day in 1948, KSTP TV made the first commercial television broadcast in Minnesota showing the Minneapolis-Millers baseball game from Nicollet Park for for approximately 2,500 owners of television sets in the Twin Cities. (laughs) Station owner Stanley E. Hubbard had been experimenting with TV since the 1930s, and great stories are told about Stanley E. uh, recruiting investors. And you can imagine the regret on the guys who said that's never going to work, TV's <laughs> never going to work. On. <laughs> <laughs> and on this day in 1967, Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, condemned the Vietnam War during a speech at the University of Minnesota's St. Paul
3: campus. Thank you, GLers. Hug your kids. Hug your kids. Keep them close. Hug your
2: kids yeah uh you know what to do i'm not talking anymore